Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 464 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I am here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. We are having one of those days, are we not, Brett? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything's We're been weird today. popping the cough drops, popping zins. And then Chris Bertman walked in and everything got, made, weird. got even weirder. Got even weirder. Hey, what's doing, up? Buddy? Thanks for no, being here. Like, <laughs> backhanded compliment or something? What the heck? It's a compliment. I had something ready. I was going to say I forgot it, man. Oh, okay. Oh, everybody's Can in Miami. Remember? This is the A team right here. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we are the A team. We're the A team. Exactly. We're the A team here. The surviving yeah. members of Tim Cast. Yes. Yeah. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good day. Good day. Good day. Well, weird day, but yeah. It's all right, I guess. It feels like the world is a simulation yeah. today. It just feels off. Something about it. I don't know. It does. I looked at the grass. Not right. Not quite right. Looked what at you- the sunlight. The sun used to be yellow. You know what I mean? So Have you noticed you, that? What do you think it is then? Maybe the it's sun just, used to be yellow. Maybe it's, it's just not you're anymore. living somewhere with cleaner air or dirtier air at any particular time. So maybe that's mm-hmm. what causes it. I don't know. I haven't. I just felt like today was off a little bit, um, just because I'm still not feeling <clears throat> completely great. But I'm not experiencing the same type of like uh, psychosis. No, my psychosis yeah. is is limited today. Guys, we had a bunch <laughs> of stuff to talk about today. I want to talk to you about the fact that Drew Barrymore is trying to get her show back on the air after the writer strike ended and her 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 top three head writers stabbed her in the back they're leaving her for dead by leaving and would have been like, funny if that actually happened that's hey that's that's not nice that's not nice so we're going to talk about that sorry we, i yeah. take that back that's we are okay. also going to talk about kat von d right yes kat von d just got baptized she's converted could <clears throat> to christianity she's getting some people insulting her for it because she has tattoos um, and also they're bringing up all of her controversies from her past where she was like, you know, a vaccine skeptic for yeah. a while. They're calling her a Yahtzee. Um, but this is after she's like renounced the occult, renounced witchcraft and stuff like that. It's an interesting move for her, like Black China. Yeah. It's almost like uh, people can grow and change, right? Not in 2023. No, you're not allowed to. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this article from the Daily Wire that says Disney's support is plummeting after the Snow White incident. And I also want to talk a little bit about this propaganda piece that I read in Newsweek today that we will discuss because I just I made a, an Instagram post about it earlier, a story post about it, because the, the numbers are misleading and they're misleading to you on purpose because they're all shows. Oh, they also opened their doors to radical activists to keep a watch on them for racism. Yes, so we're gonna be talking about that over at ESPN. So we got that. Also, a Minneapolis cop, this story is near and dear to my heart. Being a hometown feel good story. It's a feel good story. Look, (laughs) uh, I told everyone the Minneapolis cops were were bullshit back in 2020 after George Floyd. I said, look, uh, the Minneapolis cops have always needed a little bit of reform in their day. Well, more reform is apparently needed because uh, a female cop, the Minneapolis Police Department, uh, went to arrest someone during a traffic stop and the guy said look I saw your OnlyFans page I'm not being arrested by you it's a cab 
all cops are baddies. Uh, oh my god. Maybe the world is a simulation. <coughs> we're gonna we're gonna get there. That's what the guy, I hope the guy said that out loud. And then <laughs> and then three guys in MAGA hats ran off into the night. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. But before we get started, guys, again, would you please uh, would you please um, pardon me with my voice? It's still a bit rough. I'm still coughing a little bit. But we're gonna get through this. So would you hit the like button on this video? Subscribe to this channel if you have not subscribed already. Thank you very much for that. Turn the notification bell on so you can be notified anytime a live stream or segment goes live and remember to share these videos with your friends because that way other people can come in and hang out with us uh and we want that we want people to come and hang out also remember all super chats twenty dollars and over we will interrupt the discussion we will read them right then and there and then we'll get right back on topic maybe you have a comments or concern about our our video yesterday about director x um, um being mad at us and us making a video about it because that video is actually doing quite well right now People yeah, are... I told you, Brett. Like, it's all about the drama. It's all about the beef. Yeah, well, Starting beefs with people. We need to do this more often. I'm... Someone got mad at you guys? Yeah. He's the director of the Robin Hood race and gender swapped TV show on the CW, which no one is Global watching. Global television. Not and he CW, made this but... butthurt TikTok calling us out for making a video about it, like making fun of him. Oh, because nice. the entire that selling even, point like, we is... We didn't even make fun of him. We just basically said it was a bad idea. We, we made fun of his idea. Yes. It wasn't really about him. Yeah, we yeah. had an opinion he disagreed with, and he called us manosphere incels. Understandable. Yeah. So. so maybe you have thoughts on that. So guys, we got a bunch of other stuff to get into, so let's go ahead and get started. Mary, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Bertman, you ready? Let's go. Let's do this. Hey, everybody who's not here and in Miami, are you ready? Yeah, they're ready. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So first things first, Lil Tay says she was swatted by her own father. Uh, look, we, we're, we're no strangers to swattings here at TimCast. It happened a, a lot back in the day. Yes. It hasn't happened in a while, but it, it was a... Knock on wood. It was a fairly common occurrence at one point. So, you know, I sympathize. But let's watch the video and, and you can decide for yourself because she gets into some weirdness at the end there that I thought was yeah. just strange. If you guys don't know who Lil Tay is, we talked about her the other day. She's got a lot of controversy around her because of, uh, how would you describe it? Well, with her recent yeah. music video, people are saying she's kind of cynically using her story of being abused to promote her music. And I would say she's using her music to promote yeah, the story. Yeah. I cynically, I take the opposite perspective. I think she's using the, the, the story to promote her music. I think the money is what she cares about. I'll take her at her word when she says that she's a sucker for green, as she says in the song. But here's the video, guys. You swatted my house, you fucking psycho. Abusive father, Chris Hope, swatted me to prevent me from continuing to expose his racism, misogyny, sexually abusive behavior, and domestic violence. You cannot fucking stop me. You cannot fucking silence me. This is not just for myself, but for all girls and women. You I was like with her up until like the, I'm not just doing it. Like, can anybody yeah. just do something for themselves now and not for like It's fine if it's women? about you. You it's were the victim. It's, it's literally like, okay if it's just about you. <laughs> also, like, um, I, I, I don't know how, how old her dad is, but I do love the idea of like, hello, fellow swatters. Like, just some old guy. How does she even know that it was her father responsible she does, she for it? Know. She's a public figure. It could be anybody. Exactly. It could, it could have been, it could have been literally I mean, he anybody. sounds psycho yeah. from what we've heard about him. But, but is he swatting psycho? Also, you know what I'm saying? I I just Thank don't you. understand her listing his racism Ooh. and misogyny before 
like being sexually abusive yeah. and domestic violence claims like we, we live in a culture now where it's kind of one of these out, things is not like the other it's like when i point out in the show if anybody here watched the show uh peacemaker uh in the in the show peacemaker like they get really mad at this kid's dad who this kid's dad raised him to be a ruthless murderer but he was also a racist so they're like they're mad at him because he raised his kid to be a racist not because he raised his kid to kill people i'm like they're both bad but it's weird that you don't like reference the murder as like the right. actually really really you know they're both evil one's just actually going to hurt another person the other one's just you being a piece of shit you're more likely to get publicly forgiven for actual crimes mm -hmm. than thought crimes at this point it seems like that doesn't it like yeah. uh people that go like uh, well or and people go out of their way to like make excuses for people who commit actual crimes these days they're like mm -hmm. oh they had a they had a tough upbringing they had this like there's a bunch of reasons they give for people literally real that, crimes. i don't want to get too far into this but like the story of the this viral story of this guy in brooklyn getting murdered um while his girlfriend was there like getting stabbed, mm. um, his friends are now coming out saying they feel sorry for the guy that murdered their friend. Yeah. Because he was like a victim of a, of a broken system and that, that was why he killed someone. Never underestimate their ability to ignore the red flags. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. also heard that she like wouldn't give a description to the cops, yeah. but I can't confirm whether that's true or not. I don't know. I, I just read the headlines, so without knowing but for For sure. the people yeah. saying like she should have like done something, I don't know what... A, an unarmed woman is capable well, of Mary, doing Well, Mary, I watch all these TV shows with girl bosses that just beat the crap out of guys twice their size. She, she definitely should have about it. called the cops, which yep. she was unwilling to do. I but. do love the Ben Shapiro meme on stream, though, that says somebody said they loved Ben Shapiro and Children in the Corn, and now I can't unsee it. It, looks, it does <laughs> Whoa, look like, doesn't it? it? Does. Look at this. Oh, my God. Wow. Imagine for a second uh, that you're a possessed child, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's what it is. It's I crazy. just watched Children of the Corn for the first time. The the original is mid is is not good. No. At the time when I was younger, it was a lot scarier. <laughs> like when I was when I was younger, it, Never was, watched it did it. not justify like twelve sequels, man. The um, it it's interesting because like the the idea of like the evil child like hits to the core of like the human psyche in a lot of ways. I think yeah. so. It's like that you can you can go far on that concept mm -hmm. of like evil possessed. The children. evil child is Lil Tay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, actually, you know what? We should just fold that into what you want to talk about with The Exorcist. Yeah, so I saw this tweet from Christian. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Toto, who's gotten early access to uh, Exorcist Believer. I am not planning on watching it, and I knew it was going to be ass from the moment I saw the preview in theaters. The reviews are saying the same. It's awful, and it's getting bad reviews right now. But he tweeted, the very worst line in Exorcist Believer has screen legend Ellen Burstyn name-checking the patriarchy trademark. Yeah, and he said, I can imagine the studio notes, ixnay the Catholicism K. <laughs> So I went to look at a review for it. So here's the synopsis. After going missing for three days, two 13-year-old girls return with no memory of their absence, but exhibiting strange, violent behavior that their father, the father of one girl, deduces is demonic possession. And it says, basically, uh, this story 
was trying way too hard to make the premise acceptable to a 21st century audience. Meaning that it couldn't just be about Catholicism. It says Catholicism is downplayed with it seeming like they didn't want to be accused of saying any rela- religion is more dominant than any other. When I read Jeremy, Jeremy Johns's review of this, he basically made it seem like it was like the concept was interesting. The idea that like, what if you're possessed and you're not Catholic? Are you just kind of screwed? That's <laughs> like, probably most people who are possessed. So, in general? But he, he just said that the execution wasn't good in the movie. Yeah, it says um, there's one of the girls who is possessed claims that the devil doesn't exist. And at the end, her father's character assembles an Avengers-esque god squad to perform the exorcism, which includes uh, Baptist and Pentecostal pastors, a ritualistic healer, uh, and a former novitiate uh, who who left a convent after becoming pregnant and getting an abortion. And there is a priest, but he's a wimp. Of course. Says the review. Uh, and then um, it also said uh, context for that patriarchy line. It is the year's dumbest line. At one point, Chris McNeil explains that she wasn't allowed into the room when her daughter was given an exorcism. When asked why, she blames the patriarchy. Never mind that of the two priests who saved her daughter, one died and one might have gone to hell. What a slap in the face to franchise fans to trivialize Father Marin and Father Karras. Were William Friedkin alive, I'm sure he would have mocked this attempt at political correctness that will likely earn groans from horror fans. But it's, and it, yeah, like the reviews aren't good for it. But uh, in the chat, like they're saying, like, uh, exorcism isn't unique to Catholicism, though, right? That's something amongst other religions as well. Other Christian denominations um, do have some rites of exorcism, but um, in the Catholic Church, you know, the the Catholic rite of exorcism is considered the only correct one, the only one that is is effective. So what you're saying so, is like I mean any priest, any any actual Catholic exorcist would never go into a god squad with other denominations of pastors and random ritualistic healers to exorcise a demon. They would never do that. Like any trained Catholic exorcist would never do that in real life. Mm. I'm sure if they if they did, they would get excommunicated. Uh, like I, that's that do, that is not realistic at all. Uh, the movie's not doing well, and from what I heard, they they spent uh, a lot of money to get the rights to that film, so they better hope it. I mean, it's it, part of a trilogy, and it so they're about to make two what? more. It, oh come on! It yeah. doesn't really matter. I mean, the, I I would be interested. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna look it up and see. Like, what was the? Just nothing is better than the first one. Possession movies aren't scary. Usually not. I tried to to watch The Pope's Exorcist, which came out earlier this year, and it was just terrible. It was also kind of Avengers-esque. It was pretty bad. Like the CGI was on on like worse than Marvel CGI. Thirty million dollar budget, which is actually pretty high. Um, it was so like figure they spent sixty million dollars on this movie. Like we'll double it for marketing rather than one point five, and say they yeah. spent sixty million dollars for it. It'll make its It'll make over $100 million, I'm sure, with the name Exorcist attached to Horror it. movies generally make their money back yeah. anyway, but well, this is just awful. Like, uh, this sounds actually, terrible. Actually, you know what? We'll, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to, we'll have to wait and see what it needs to make. Uh, but they spent $400 million to get the rights. That's so there's insane. no way they're going to make their money back on it on the first movie. 
they like made a Amazon buying rights to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they move. made their play. Well, it's it's Blumhouse, right? And they're like, uh, they're they're a name in horror, so it'll be interesting They've to see where it goes. They've had some missteps lately, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, what have you seen? The newest, ho- well, I guess the last Halloween movie. Yes, um, well, yeah, it's, it, like it wasn't. The director of this is the one who did the l- all three of the Halloweens. All wasn't of the bad, Halloween. but it was just like, why would you make this the last movie? Yeah, and you know, yeah, the, it's the same guy, same director. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> Helen Mirren is now facing the uh, the the woke squad, as they they might call them. She's being accused of what they refer to as Jew face because which is she, like blackface she, but directed yes, at Jews. She portrayed uh, Israeli Prime Minister Golda Meir, right? Yes, she Meir. was the fourth Prime Minister of Israel, uh, and. Famously, the first female political leader in the Middle East. I'm going to read this. So it says she was first asked about comments made by the movie's genteel writer Nicholas Martin, who said of Gentile. the up- did I say genteel? Uh, said of the uproar, "I don't feel like all the discussions about Gentiles playing Jews is helpful." Helen's job was to portray Golda authentically, which Golda's family would say she has. He added that a leading Israeli historian said that Helen is more Golda than Golda. I mean, like, they, you get pay for that type of like lame headline. Like if you're paying the guy money i'm sure he's like yes she's more golda than golda that just sounds like pr he continued am i just supposed to write about middle-aged men living in south london yes that's literally what they want right what you know they want you to write only stuff that you know and that's it but you're also punished for writing more stories that star straight white males so you're not allowed to do that either yep exactly so it says uh he said there's a creeping authoritarianism in the entertainment world that's very worrying yes well this is i love these people that are like just catching on to this now that haven't realized Mm -hmm. that this has been going on for ages and ages and ages it's just getting very noticeable so did they put a prosthetic nose on her the same way they did Bradley Cooper. Looks like it, yeah. Okay, she said, I think in a way that it's more frightening for a writer to be told they're not allowed to write about subjects with which they don't have an immediate DNA connection. I imagine it must be very alarming and ridiculous. Yep. Uh, when asked if she can understand why people are upset, she said, I think I can see, but sometimes I can't see because I can't see who's in the room is who in this room is Jewish. And here's the thing, like you can have that discussion with a person who comes to you and complains about something you've done. You can't have that discussion with a nameless crowd of people that have a problem with what you've done because it's not a recipe for actual sincerity in discussing the issue. Or you can't have that conversation with a watchdog organization that was started by the ADL. Yeah. Exactly. Who's responsible for calling this stuff out now? Uh, and it reminded me of um, I've been I've been rewatching Deadwood recently, which is a, a masterpiece. If anybody's ever seen Deadwood, and it reminded me of this thing from John Hawks, who plays Saul in it. It says uh, uh, he, when he uh, when he was cast as Saul, a, a Jewish merchant in Deadwood, he frankly told um, he frankly told the show's creator David Milch upon first meeting that there was one catch. I'm not Jewish, he said. Uh, and David asked him, have you ever felt shame or sadness or o- sadness or ostracized? I said, every day. And David said, then you're Jewish. See, this was back in 2004, right? You were allowed it to say stuff time. like... It was a very different time. You were allowed to say stuff like that because he's not actually saying you are. He's, you know, he's commenting about, you know, a more esoteric notion of that. Well, this reminds me of that video that went viral over the weekend of these black dudes like imitating how white people act on hiking trails they were all acting like extremely courteous and polite and good humored because 
you I know, laughed at it. white people are so nice. So stupid, right? <laughs> it went viral because, you know, some white people were like, yeah, this isn't funny. Others were like, yeah, this is funny. You're just being offended for no reason. I didn't Did find you see it, that video? I didn't find it offensive. No, it sounds funny. I, I didn't find it offensive. I did think it was unfunny yeah. because I think that white people are pretty much the only racial group expected to have a good sense of humor about themselves and everyone else is allowed to gavetch and cry about it. Yeah. So yeah, if the roles were reversed, that would be lambasted and, and censored and people would have tantrums about it. No question about it. Like you can't, it's it's a one-sided thing, so it's I mean, not. I mean, I still see the humor going both directions like in, on the internet. It's just you got to be willing to. So, like, look at white chicks, though. Mm. Like that was made in a different time. Mm. I don't know if they would make it again. God, that movie's hilarious. It is. It's a great movie. Yeah. Mm. But look, that's white people having the ability to laugh at themselves, mm. and I think we've really beaten that into the ground. Like it's. We've established that. Like, white people are able to have a good sense of humor about themselves. Nobody else is expected to do the same. But that movie played with a lot of different stereotypes. Like, it was even black people laughing at their own stereotypes. Yeah, but what's you know? changed is, like, white people are still expected to, to take those jokes right, in stride. Scales, and everyone else is not. The scales so, are uneven now. Yeah. I never, yeah, like, uh, you used to all be able to make jokes about each other yep. as long as you were also able to laugh at yourself because that's what's part, that's part of being in the arena is you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Yep. Yeah, I watched that video and, and I absolutely, I, I laughed at it. I'll, I'll admit, <laughs> I, I did laugh. Uh, it made me laugh. All right, guys, a um, couple other things here real quick. So we talked about that and then I wanted to also mention Mary found this amazing clip. Yes. Tell us what's going okay. on here. <laughs> so here, Victoria Beckham is talking about her upbringing, and she characterizes her upbringing as working class, blue collar, humble. You know, she she came up and, and she's self-made, right? So then David Beckham hears this from the other room and interjects and, and calls her out for let's, lying. Let's watch the clip here. It's a, if you're if you wonder, you know how they talk about like um, Four point like uh, real life hard luck story beats four point GPA every day. This is why, mm -hmm. right? Because people will just uh, make it up. Here we go. I just, I just fancied it. I mean, it was as simple as that. Yeah, I mean, I think also we both come from families that work really hard. Both of our parents work really hard. We're very working. Working class. Be honest. <laughs> honest. He just opens the bedroom door and he's like, hold up. So my dad did. No, why not? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's not a simple answer what because. Car, what did you get your to It depends. No, 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 no. Okay, what in the eighties, my dad had. <laughs> and then he goes back and he leaves. <laughs> So he what just closes the door like, my job is done here. First oh my of all, God. alpha move on his yeah. part. Holy shit. So he, he was not having it. He was not. But Her other answer is worse. It depends. If your parents yeah. picked multiple cars to pick you up in, you weren't middle class. You weren't working class. We're, like, we're not talking about, like, parents driving a Lexus over a Toyota. We're talking a Rolls Royce, yeah. bro. Come on. I just, I, I can't. Like, but it is, it's true these days. Like, the, you get social points. You get credit for for coming from a, an upbringing that yeah. uh, was of hardship, so she's some literally are, posh spice. She was literally <laughs> posh spice. Literally. Jeez, uh, I, I love it. 
I love it. She was my favorite Spice Girl. But I I just don't like that people brag about being self-made. Like specifically, you mean like the Jenners? This is why like, uh, this is why the Nepro Baby conversation exploded, and why the New Yorker did that piece listing all of the Nepo babies in Hollywood and and how they characterize themselves as self-made and they didn't have any help getting where they where they are in the industry and it's absolutely not true it's fair to make the argument for a lot of like people would say that about donald trump right they'd say like he he his dad gave him a million dollars and i'm like you do know that billion with a b is like way more than million with well, an m right? for trump yeah. yeah he he grew up privileged but also made more of himself than you could have ever expected yeah so he, well, he I'm gets sure both. Posh Spice did too. I'm sure did Posh. She? I am sure Posh or Spice. Is it, is it more well, attributed I to know her posh, marriage? I know Posh. No, I knew Posh. I, 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 I know the Posh Spice, spice way before. Look, I once watched a scene where the Spice Girls saved humanity by being the first people to greet aliens. Yes. <laughs> and as far as I'm concerned, that's where cinema peaked. Yes. Like entertainment peaked in 1998 when the Spice Girls all uh, got together and took a Polaroid photo with aliens <laughs> and, and saved America for, say, or saved the world, not yep. even America, yep. saved the world from an invasion. That was the height of cinema. And I knew who Posh Spice was before David Beckham because uh, okay. the Spice Girls were popular before David Beckham became famous famous for what is it football as they call it soccer I think this is similar to how models make what I eat in a day videos oh I until you they just out, lie yeah. they just lie about what they eat in a day because it's like <clears throat> you you feel better bragging about being like naturally skinny rather than admitting that you work for it props to Victoria Beckham because on the other hand she talks about it and says like yeah, I work extremely hard to keep my figure and I eat the same boring, tedious shit every, every day, day and it's it's miserable, you but I do it because I want to be skinny. You always see those old videos, like the, it used to be one of those things, they'd put them in all the magazines, you'd see them on the, the front counter at like the grocery store. Every time an actress would have a kid, they'd be like, here she is one month after having her kid and she's like stick thin. Oh, yeah. And it's like, that. when I think of those moments, I do remember that women do have... Uh, a pretty unrealistic goal used to have a. I mean, I don't know if it's like that now. Now they're like, oh, you weigh five hundred pounds, dope. That's well, cool. Well, for those celebrities, <laughs> like, it's usually because what they do is they get a. They plan to get a C-section instead of naturally giving birth, and then they get a tummy tuck at the same time as their C-section. A mommy makeover. Exactly. As they say. Uh, as and they then say. they're like in the media getting interviewed about it. Like, how did you snap back so quickly? And they say, oh, just breastfeeding genetics. You know, I guess I'm just blessed like that. The, like, um, it's it's disingenuous. We need more hus hero husbands like David Beckham to come out when their yes. wife or hero wives if their husband is is lying <laughs> about his upbringing. If I have to hear, if one day, if one day Northwest is like, yeah, I had a really I had a really hard upbringing, and then <sighs> and then I want Kim or Kanye to come out from the back room. It's like I'm gonna let you finish. But you did not have. She, uh, she has a, a very comfortable upbringing where she doesn't need or want for anything. Yes, that's but not, I think that doesn't 
mean she she has an easy upbringing. But that's not the, the, you're adding nuance where no nuance actually is, right? Yeah. She that's not what she's saying here. What she's saying is like, "Oh yeah, we were we were roughnecks in the oil fields here. Middle, yeah. Working class. That's what we were here." Uh and that's Getting what she's saying. Getting picked up from but school in a Rolls Royce. It is true though. Like it is fair to point out for a lot of these kids, right? That there is a difference between having a stable fi- a financially stable upbringing <laughs> and having an actual good upbringing because just because your family has money does not mean that your life isn't screwed up. It's just not screwed up in a way that's necessarily um, yeah. like accessible to us. It's not something we're going to understand in the same way. But ask anyone who wins the lottery, right? How many of them end up broke and this, addicted to drugs? She could have worded this so much better and just said like, I was raised to value having a good work ethic when Which I was growing up. Plenty Instead of-, of saying, yeah, I, I came from humble beginnings. I wonder, I wonder we were her- working class. We were blue collar. Like, that's where the lies started. Yeah. You know? Well, I wonder what he did for a living. What do you think he did for a living? David Beckham? Or, no, uh, her, or her uh, Posh Spice's dad. Don't know. Uh, they were. I'm just curious. Uh, it says Victoria Beckham's parents were able to provide a comfortable life for their children, leading many to want to learn more about them. Uh, this is just them talking about this documentary. Uh, it says Victoria suggests the. Oh, okay, so they actually talk about this clip here. Okay. Um, it says uh, she's descended from German artist and revolutionary Karl Heinrich. Uh, Fander? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but that's not where the money came from. She was, uh, so apparently the shame about growing up in a wealthy household didn't abate as she became even more wealthy. So she's like, oh my God, I feel like she's like the typical awful uh, affluent white liberal. Like she's literally that, right? She's like, oh my God, I need to get rid of all this money. Um, Yeah, so her family was born in, she she was born into the wealth, it says. Uh, But what about David Beckham? Because she was really talking about both of them, and maybe he interjected because he knows that he came from um, a different class than she did. Yeah, that would, I mean, wouldn't that be more, like, frustrating for him? He's like, look, I actually did grow up from humble beginnings, and you're over here, stolen valor, uh, pretending that this was your story and this is not your story. Um, Yeah, I think for a lot of people that grew up in privilege like Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian they made more for themselves and made more for their own names than they were given. Yeah. Which is the challenge for every Nepo baby in the entertainment industry is like, can you overshadow your parents? And that's a hard, that's a hard road to go down, right? Like uh, it's just not, it's not a struggle you or I is going to, are, are going to understand, but it doesn't make it any more of like a valid thing for them to be concerned about in their life. Especially a lot of times those parents are going to have very high expectations for their kids. And you know, that's something everyone can understand is not wanting to disappoint your parents, wanting to live up to the expectations or the goals that they have set for you. I think that's a fairly universal under, you know, thing to understand. Uh, I don't think there's any shame in nepotism or like being a recipient of nepotism and, and privilege. I really don't. I think there's definitely shame in lying about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like if, at least just just be real, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just that's really what funny. that's what bothers me about the Nepo baby conversation. The but, only thing that's wrong with it is denying that it exists. Yeah. Well, do, do you think part of it is also because like we're we're in an age now where you are rewarded heavily for overcoming 
So the problem is what you're overcoming has to be something that everyone can understand. And if what you've overcome isn't something that the people who you want to sell products to or the people that are your audience, if they don't get it, it's not really useful to you. So it's more I, about yeah. it's more about your struggle being utilitarian in a sense. Well, I think it's about cashing in on victim points. Yeah, no, if exactly. She, if she talks about growing up poor or whatever, oh my gosh, growing so, up working class, sometimes the windows on the Rolls Royce wouldn't roll down and it was just, it was hell. <laughs> Look, it's just uh, the, the I was I was sometimes we had to fly in economy. Sometimes we didn't even fly first class. She says, and she's like, you know, it's and then, and then she became a Spice Girl, where she was literally called Posh Spice, like shocking, <laughs> right? This is uh, why parents like uh, Jackie Chan or Gordon Ramsay exist, where like you have the ability to give your kid a super comfortable life, but you decide to make things a little harder for them. I always like well, which I, isn't really gonna work it's just gonna make them resent you <laughs> plus like a lot of them it's like well, the, oddly enough because we were did you see the video that was going viral about like um it was like isabel brown or some conservative influencer looking at a chart of like gen z's rent prices going up as like the wage yeah. you, you saw that video right uh the the odd part is is like the you know a jackie chan can cut his kid off of all all the money that he might make but is the kid gonna inherit the properties you own because that's where the real like he'll just he'll sell off the properties later yeah right like We're there's more than the one biggest way. wealth transfer in history they say is there, the money gonna go to blackrock or to your children well the, the children <laughs> will then sell it to blackrock so that they can they can buy a smaller home and then start investing the rest of it uh, so in the end, it's like they're not going to end up poor anyways. Plus, a lot of the the thing you gain the most from having a parent of influence isn't necessarily the money they leave you, but the connections that they've imbued, but like yeah. that they've given you to be able to work in these industries. Yeah. You can write a tell-all. Like someday, Jackie Chan's son will be able to write a tell-all book about how my dad didn't give me any money when he retired or like when he died, and then he'll be able to give half that to the Communist Party. It'll be great. So it's, it's like I said, different struggles for different people. Everyone has their own lot in life that they have to figure out. And we're not always going to be able to really understand the struggles or the hard, uh, the hard done life of somebody who's just born into wealth. What they go through is just not what we go through. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Someone in the comments said David Beckham actually grew up working class. So he's legit he's pissed. pissed. He's like, now we understand his reaction. Stolen valor. Yeah. Stolen Valor. Then another person said uh, she made Beckham. They're saying that that her was who was more famous at the time. I'm sure she like I would have heard of her, but I don't watch soccer, so yeah. I don't I don't know. You mean football? Football. I don't watch football. Field so. hockey. I don't know. <laughs> like because he became like a spokesperson for like he became like an H and M. Like he was like the face of H and M for like a bunch of years. Okay. One person said, "Why must everyone be working class? Can you just accept your richness? It's not like we're gonna blame you for being rich. That's false. Yes. You society... absolutely will blame someone for being rich and hate them for having what you don't have. That is like, maybe the not culture you, of maybe resentment. not this person, but yeah. the culture we not live in now. The culture we live in now." will absolutely hold it against them. You have one of two options. You either lean into it heavily, like the Kardashians, in which case you make a video where you say, everyone just needs to work harder, which is actually good advice, but then get dragged because you're gonna be called uh, disconnected from the world because it does sound insane when somebody who got famous w by making a sex tape tells you to work harder, even if, even if she has worked extremely hard since then the advice may be good but it's not going to it's not going to catch in the way that you want it to she catch. had momentum yes to... i got more respect for somebody who's rich and knows it than somebody who lies yeah 
There you go. Don't don't. Well, uh, where where did all this start? I mean, a lot of this starts from like the. It's when people make the videos where it's like um, people criticize people on van life. And they're like, yeah. like you're not. You're appropriating the aesthetics of poor people. Well, they'll for say social like, media clout. They your say. parents have money, so your parents can send. You. But a lot of times, it's not that. A lot of times, those people they just work email jobs, so they can work from wherever they want, yeah. and they make a good income, and they just choose to live like that. But it is a basic. It's it's one of the earliest way, like the easiest ways for people to write you off mm-hmm. these days is they just say that your family's wealthy. Like I've I've always found that that kind of culture really defeatist, where it's like you see the videos where. It's like how I how I became successful. Uh, I get up at five a.m. every day. Uh, I eat my greens. I meditate. I journal. My dad gave Hanks. my dad gave me five million dollars. Literally, right? Chet but, Hanks. but but people <laughs> when, they, when they that always just comes off as sour grapes to me. That just comes off as people. I'm like they're still working, right? Like I'm just I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on uh, on myself. And if you're going to complain because this guy has a a better lot in life, then you're going to be complaining about a lot of people. That's why you're not supposed to. What do they say? Comparison is the thief of joy. In a lot of ways, it is. Mm-hmm. You got to focus on your own journey. So, all right. What would you guys like to see? Cute or cringe of the day? What do you say? You decide. I'm asking you, my friend. Uh. Cute. Cute of the day first. I didn't realize you were asking me first. I, like, yeah, I was just like, yeah, I don't know what we're doing, man. We're asking you, man. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and check out cute of the day first then here, ladies and gentlemen. First things first, this is from Cam on Twitter. He says, this one's great. I am once again asking for Scotty to appear on PCC Cute of the Day. That is some fantastic work right there. It looks just like him. I like it. <laughs> that, but, is, uh, um, that is a very good looking dog. And that's the picture he took it from. It's great. <laughs> All right, uh, Puppy Sanders. I like him. He's good. Love the ears. All right, let's do one more. This is from Pigtaku. Says, uh, here is four of five. This here is Lupin, just like most pets, has a sad story. Previous Mm -hmm. owner was an elderly woman whose son made made get rid of him when she moved in with him. He was the oldest and raised all the other pets in the house. Aw. Aw. Cute. That's no! adorable. Oh, so cute. That is adorable. We've seen this one before because we've seen yeah. the, the lack. Good stuff. <laughs> the size comparison. All right. Let's do cringe of the day. Mary found this one, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. This says, I show speed did the elephant toothpaste experiment in his room. <laughs> it didn't work. No. His lab coat. No. <laughs> oh! What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck? It's not doing. Is it working? Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my fucking god! It's not doing it! Wait, yo. He's about to like gas himself. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. The lab coat is so funny. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Needs to get out of there? How's this how's the alarm not going off yet? How was like the fire alarm not going? Oh, yeah. like, I'm, I'm surprised that I show speed changes his smoke alarm batteries. <laughs> uh, did you see that was going around again after um, the Snoop Dogg clip resurfaced of him? Like, yeah. He, his smoke <laughs> alarm beeps too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one is safe. Okay, so it's it's Snoop Dogg. Then I think the baby also posted a video where it was beeping. Oh, there's a there's a twenty dollar one there from the last of my kind. 
Oh, uh, what does it say? I can't read it. Okay, I'll read it. It says, uh, parents leaving the houses for their kids uh, when they pass knew a guy that did that for his, uh, for his kid with the rules that if he could never sell the house, only rent it if he chose not to live there. That way, they always had a form of income. That's, That's a-, a good idea. Yeah. Is that one of those things? I mean, uh, depending on those, inheritance tax is, is over $4 million, though, right? Like, I think so. Something like that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, That's a good idea, though. All right. Let's go ahead and get started. So, guys, Drew Barrymore is in the news because if you don't remember, not too long ago, she was attempting to bring back the Drew Barrymore she show. Stabbed. Yeah. She, she, she attempted to cross the picket lines to bring back her show, the Drew Barrymore show, and she got outed and uh, ostracized by all members of both unions, and she gave a tearful, groveling apology because these unions have proven themselves to be unbelievable bullies. Have they not? Right? Yes. And she said, I've I've listened to everyone and I'm making the decision to pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. I have no words. To, she's literally like choking up when she said this. I have no words to express my deepest apologies to anyone I've hurt. And of course, our incredible team who works on the show and has made it what it is today. We really tried to find our way forward. And I truly hope for a resi- resolution for the entire industry very soon. But her apology didn't mean anything. As we all know that apologies never do anything. She was already smeared for it, and she can't come back. So her her main writers, the, the, the main writers for her show, Chelsea White, Christina Kinnan, and then um, Liz, and Liz Coe, Coe have all decided that they're not going to come back because at the end of the day, they don't care about their work. They want to virtue signal to the union. Right. Like, have they said anything about this? No, I didn't see anything, and they don't have strong... I didn't see strong Twitter presences. So it says, while the WGA was ongoing, however, they could be picketing outside... Remember, the writers are still... A lot of them are still going to be picketing for the actors. Yeah, that's stupid. So it, it really was never about standing in solidarity with your fellow workers. It's about right. power and compliance. Yeah. Having a resentment for... The person who pays your bills. That's actually one of the things basically. I was thinking about because, like, uh, I was watching something recently and it was some episode of a TV show and they were talking about how millennials don't want to work anymore. Like, it was like, it was like a union boss. I think it was an episode of Blue Bloods. He goes, Millennials don't want to work anymore. They want to live and let live. And they kind of reference, like, the gig economy, how a lot of these people are going to work for a faceless, like, an even more faceless corporation than they were working for before. Where if you work for, you know, if you're working um, for a construction company, you know, you're, you're, you're going to know the foreman or you're going to meet the foreman. But if you're working for Uber Eats or you're working for Lyft, you're not going to meet the CEO of Lyft or the CEO of Uber, right? So there isn't this strong – and also these aren't fields where people are spending 20 years doing it. There used to be a much deeper connection to your to your job, right? Like we used yeah. to – a lot of Americans used to identify themselves by their career. Oddly enough, these people do that. I think a lot of them see themselves – as like Hollywood writers, but not in the same kind of what I would actually call back in the day, sort of a wholesome Americana way. This is more like they, they, they may identify as writers, but they have to identify as like union writers. Otherwise they'll be ostracized and pushed out. Yeah. Um, (coughs) as to what you were just saying, I recently saw this TikTok that went viral, which Again, people filming uh, their coworkers, unbeknownst to their coworkers, and then posting it to to go viral on TikTok—gross behavior. Ooh, but I do that to Charles all the time. This <laughs> this uh, this girl recorded this uh, man who had been working at 
her company, whatever it was, for like 50 years. And he was retiring that week. And she said, you know, they gave him a gift card. No one said anything to him. And it was like, this was this job was probably all he really had that was stable in his life. He probably like didn't have a family of his own, wasn't married, and he didn't want to retire. He loved he his had job. To retire. Yeah, um, but they like, you know, sent him off with a gift card and said goodbye. So like, there's no loyalty to companies, but there's also no, um, like companies don't care about retaining their workers anymore. Nope, like everyone is replaceable. Every employer and every employee is considered replaceable now. There's a $20 one there from Mayor Mercules. I work as an apartment maintenance technician. I also do audio production on the side. I will never have a beeping <laughs> smoke detector. All the single mid-aged women who live in my apartments think I'm some kind of magic <laughs> wizard. Uh, bro, I used, to, I used to work as an apartment maintenance person too. So respect. Uh, it is great though. Like it's like the meme where it's just like my grandparents, it's like a guy, it's a guy in like a lab coat and he looks like a scientist. It says how my grandparents see me after I change the TV from HDMI one to HDMI two. <laughs> Like, you know, people don't know how to change the batteries in their smoke alarms. They now. just that that's insane. Right. But yeah, like the, you're, there's no loyalty on both sides. And these uh, the for the unions, though, it was never about being proud of these people you work with, which is funny because they're always the ones who like have give the syrupy speeches they're like, oh, they were so great to work for. She's such a great person. But if you don't comply, I'm going <laughs> to throw you under the bus and not come back to work. Not like I'm going to be missing uh the drew barrymore show which that's like where that clip of her kneeling down With before drew her god dylan mulvaney yeah, came god. from like you know i don't care about any of these people at all yes in the chat uh dust in the wind says we love landlords here we do we love landlords. that I, I was saying no i said to lydia and andy i said the the single funniest thing in all of 2023 was matan evan going around saying we love landlords it's so funny i maybe it is because the rent is just getting so obscenely high and it's like but it's like people fall on their ideological lines and it's like conservatives can't hate landlords because the left hates landlords so we, maybe we shouldn't hate landlords like we have to hate the uh airbnb owners Yes, it's it's just who, uh, it's so funny. They make you deep clean the house after staying there for three days and feed their dog. Yep, uh, and pay the utility bill while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really funny. And for for something like this, I just imagine that she's used to it because I think Hollywood, as much as they talk about being. Um, uh, that they're pro-human, that they're that they're good people. At the end of the day, they fall into whatever camp gets them the farthest in life. And I think these ladies just, they want to be seen as virtue signaling for the union because it's going to get them more work in the future, right? Well, where are they going to go? They'll they're, go to one of the other shows. They're already getting replaced. But I'm saying, but they, they will then, they will, go, they will go for some, also there's, I, I somehow, I can't explain this. I have no actual logic behind this thought process. So bear with me. I'm, I'm literally, it's just in my head. It makes sense. Somehow I imagine the talk show writer class is even more of an activist group than your average oh, writer God, class yeah. because they know they're trying to reach the same amount of soccer moms as the people yeah, exactly. You know I mean? And yeah. and the SNL writers. Yeah, exactly. Room. Imagine yeah. what that is. They said they're um they're coming back with Pete Davidson and Ice Spice <clears throat> in a couple of weeks. And uh Christian Toto tweeted about it. He was like, They're gonna have a couple of sketches about like Lauren Bobert, a couple of sketches about Trump. Uh the there, Trump I saved you ninety minutes of your life. The Trump ones can't have a strong return on investment anymore, can they? 
Do they really? Do people really laugh at that? The, uh, if you have TDS, yeah. Some people yes. still do. The general population is kind of done. Like it's it's like when people make jokes on the other side. It's like when people make non-binary jokes. They're not funny. They're they're just not clever. Not, not that there isn't something to laugh at there, but they're just they tend to not be very funny or very clever. There's because, an expiration date because them, yeah. both sides have kind of like used up most of the. Ryan Long still does a pretty good job with yeah. finding creative humor that layers out right jeff die does some fairly good humor that yeah. that layers i had one the other day where he he actually makes this he goes can you imagine like where he's saying like women get women comedians get to say crazier shit than men and he actually gets away with saying the crazy shit by saying that men can't say the crazy shit by well, saying what like, was it uh basically said like he's like uh, a woman will be on stage and say something like uh yeah like and like go down on me because then they can't talk and he's like can you imagine what would happen if i said and then he says what he wouldn't be allowed to say as a regular <laughs> joke because he's framing it in the context of something he's supposedly not able to say it's yeah. very clever yeah. It's very clever. Yeah. There's a $20 one there from Ryan, the eating warrior. 2020 opened the eyes of a lot of older people, people that worked at jobs for decades being dropped because they refused mandatory shots. I'm loyal to only God and family only. I encourage everyone to do the same as well. And, and none of these writers, like the writers might have loyalty to the union, but it's not like, it's not like a lot of these people are like, I'm only working for... NBC. I'm only no. That's not how it works. It's funny enough that they hate rich people and rich corporations while begging to work for them. Mm. They're like, I need to. I hate. I hate you. You have so much money. You should give that money to me, because I would somehow be the better, uh, the better user of your money, Mr. Corporation. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't seem to really connect in their heads that way, right? It is also going to be funny to see a lot of these writers fall on their face when they realize that they've advocated for merit-based policies. Like, yes, we'll pay you more money if your show does well, but we're going to green light less shows and we'll only pay out high to the ones that actually do well. So the Vince Gilligans of the world are still going to do plenty good making shows like Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad. Those shows, those people are going to be fine. The ones making Warrior Nun, not so much. <laughs> no. Not so much. The people making Robin Hood, not so much. Not, not so much. I don't think so. But uh, do, do you think that this is one of those these cases where uh, it would happen in every industry? Because I, I don't think this is unique to Hollywood. But it is interesting. Like, I wonder if the men, like, do, do you think this could be a gender thing? Do you think a man would, would leave this show on this principle? No, it's definitely the, the pettiness unique to women. Yeah, like I feel like the guy would be like, look, I didn't agree with his actions, but you meanwhile, know, over on work. like Jimmy Fallon, they're getting like verbally abused by him, by like their drunken. Thank boss. you. <laughs> Which he didn't address when they came back. No, he didn't address that, and he didn't address the fact that the strike ever happened. It was it, that's really weird, right? That, no, no, that's okay. It's kind of well, like it's kind of like COVID. I don't want to hear about it. He from, did. He from, did address the. Uh, the article about him abusing his employees in yeah. that Zoom call where he was like, I'm sorry, I just want us to have the best show and like yeah. the, the most, you know, wholesome he's environment. Like, he's, and, like, he's like shaking from the DTs. He's like going through withdrawal right then. I, like, I, I hope the dude is like get, gotten help. 
right? Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, like I hope the dude, maybe, I mean, wouldn't that well, have been They didn't golden... even outwardly say that he was an a, alcoholic a, or whatever. It, like they kind of just implied it. It would have been a golden time for him to like, like during the strike to maybe go and try and get some help. But then they were going to do the, the, the strike force five thing. Yeah, that kind of got hampered after. <laughs> oh, oh, darn. They, they saw the strike going on until next year. I mean, in, in actors That's why Drew still... Barrymore made this decision. She saw no end in sight, and she wants to work, unlike some people. Like, I, I just want to put this picture of her on, on screen. Like, this is what they made her look like. This is what they reduced her down look to. Look at her face. She just <laughs> looks broken. She's just a wreck. I've I've come to one major conclusion in everything that we've seen from this strike, and that's the unions are bullies, and they use the yeah. and and they use people's desire to fit in as leverage and as a weapon. Like uh, it is a that, very, I don't know about any other industry unions. Like I don't know enough about it. I'm sure that you know. Yeah. Electricians and plumbers. Plenty and of them truck drivers are very proud of their Plenty unions. of good you know, regulations and demands that have helped them. I don't have anything to say about that, but specifically the writers and actors, they're not providing anything of value to society, so I don't care about supporting their demands. Yeah. Yep. And I hope this has hurt them more than helped them. Well, now we'll just have to wait a little bit longer before Dylan Mulvaney comes back to... Yeah. To show up on Drew Barry. Also, like, I, I, I had, like, a visceral reaction because I was trying to explain to people why you should fear these people because they they're sitting on when they when they did that that uh, presentation where they're like sitting on the floor and they're like clasping hands Ugh. and they're crying i'm like do you understand that there's like like look at this like you can't really see it from the shot but we're in like a studio with lights and all of this stuff right it's not easy to fake emotion like that so you have one of two options one they're absolutely ideologically zealots Right. Mm -hmm. Or two. And the, in my opinion, the scarier option is that they're just very, very good at feigning emotional connection with other people, which is just as scary, if not worse. And it's not something I support like in a movie. Sure. That's your job. It's your job to do that when you're trying to enact social change by using those skill sets. I'm not a fan of that. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. So, All right. Let's go Super Chats. Andrew Jacobs said, hi, Mary, how many crisis parties to hear your entire full name? Hi, Bert. Hi. There's, uh, I, I just don't know what the ramifications could be if I did say my full name. Like, I didn't know you didn't say your full name already. My last name is out there. My, my actual <laughs> name is Mary Morgan, but I have four middle names and it's, it's Wait, whoa, whoa, unique whoa. enough of a name Why where four? I feel like I would be too searchable. Why yeah. four? I don't know, you know. I She's hoarding names over here. Jeez, man, I got one. It's like I'm just more special. Hannah Claire's over here fighting with people. Yeah, trying she to, got like so, 16 first names. 16 of them. Oh, 16 okay. of. I'm not a math person. I'm a, a word lot of person, people okay. think that my my name is a double name, like that my actual name is Mary Hyphen Morgan. What? But that is not the case. That's weird. I, um, that's weird. Can we get yeah. one of the middle names? Also, guys, would you hit the I like don't know button? If I, gave it, I don't know if I gave out one of them already. Tell but. us off camera. Yeah, I'll tell you off camera. How about that? Join uh, us on Patreon. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll set up a Patreon where we'll talk about her her middle name. <laughs> All right. Shane H. Wild. I just got word from our Antarctic outposts that they have run out of supplies to do a shipment being intercepted by the cult of Claire. Nevertheless, 
the burtoning will continue until morale improves. <laughs> I would like a sec. I mean, given that um, the cult of Claire got us to four crisis parties last week, I would like those loyal to the burtoning to get us to at least two today. Well, I, think I prefer three. The the uh, Clarening. I don't remember the. Uh, I thought it would be called the clairvoyance. The clairvoyance is a natural offshoot of the burtoning. It's the natural progression of nature. And we should have a third crisis party, three crisis parties today to celebrate we that. Should. We should absolutely have a third one. Let's do one more. Uh, G.L. Sasik? <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Um, said beef fun. That's for, is... yes, if we're going to keep beef. Well, guys, tell us who we should start beef with next. Like, who should it be next? What do you think, Brett? Uh, I, I'm, I don't need... Hassan. Hassan <laughs> Biker? It would be kind of random. Literally, just play him speaking and then be like, well, that sounds dumb. And he's going to be like, why would you say you're lying about... Like, bro, it's just your own words. He, could, he loves that. Yeah. All right. Mary, tell us what's going on right now with Kat Von D. So if you didn't know, Kat Von D is a famous tattoo artist. She also has a big cosmetics company. And last year, she announced that she was renouncing witchcraft, getting rid of her tarot cards and all of these occult imagery that she owned. And this year, she's posted a video of her getting baptized. She's converted to Christianity. There's and a $20 one there from Baron of Grey Matter. Um, it said, if your unions were good, they wouldn't attack right-to-work laws and want to require anyone in their industry to be in the union or be ostracized. Unions are parasites, teachers' unions at all. Yeah, nobody yeah. likes the teachers' unions. No, yeah. So so Kat Von D is going through her own version of... Um, it's exactly like Black China. Yeah. Um, Black China also publicly got baptized and started going by her real name. Um, she's going through some financial hardships right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know really what's going on there. She's having to sell off all her clothes and shoes mm -hmm. for legal bills. Yeah. Because she wants custody. She's trying to get back custody of her kids. But I saw that Kat Von D was actually getting a fair amount of criticism for <coughs> becoming Christian. Um, just because people see it as hypocritical or a way to repair her reputation after she's had some controversies. Um, I mean, where in what world do people think that that's going to get you away from controversy today that's insane. no uh, of course not yeah they they if they think that becoming christian is in any way like a, a way to get people back on your side in public opinion like you're just divorced from reality but um i really applaud that she posted this publicly anyway what she's gotten hate for mainly is that um, she has expressed skepticism of vaccines. And I believe from some things she said that she's maybe a covert conservative or at the very least um, an openly more of a, an independent libertarian type of person. She previously posted about Jordan Peterson and how she she's bonded over Jordan Peterson with her now husband before they got married she's went to one of one of his lectures I'm, and posted about it i'm working on like a formula of like certain people you can see if, if like it's like a it's like you have to put a, an amalgamation of three or four people together if they follow two of those one of them four, is joe rogan one of them is joe rogan one of them is jordan peterson uh theo vaughn is on the like i wouldn't Maybe. put ryan i wouldn't put ryan long on the list i think he he more appeals right-leaning to most people, but I think Jordan Pe if, if they have Jordan Peterson, if they have Joe Rogan, if they have uh, a couple of these other people that like you could be like you can at least assume 
I think fairly that they're mm-hmm. going to be more open-minded than the average than the average person, right? Just because they're willing to hear, like if they, especially if they don't agree with them, that's even better, right? Like that's yeah. even better. That means you're willing to actively interact with ideas that you don't necessarily like. And Jordan Peterson, when you get away from the the hyper politicization that's come from the people around him in recent years, his ideas were never all that inherently political until the last couple of years. And that's different than the basic stuff that came out of his books. Yeah. Sure. Uh, let's show the video yeah. of her getting baptized. Okay, here we go. <gasps> There's a comment here from Gothic says, I remember seeing your photo when you posted a while back when you threw out your tarot cards and witchcraft books and thinking to myself, hmm, I also did that. I've been a longtime fan and can't begin to express how how happy I am for you. Welcome to the family. Well, we're big Gothics fans here at Pop Culture Crisis. Yeah, we were talking to her about the same exact thing. And the reason why this is uh, particularly surprising for Kat Von D is because her aesthetic for as long as she's been a public figure has been very um edgy she she has still visible pagan tattoos she has pentagrams on her fingers and her wedding was a spectacle to say the least i mean she was wearing like devil horns on her head the entire theme of the wedding looked like it took place in hell um and her her wedding dress was like bright red. Everything was red. Is this man that she's with now the same person that she's in church with? Yes. That's, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So it looks like they've both converted to Christianity together. Um, and uh, I wanted to read from her post last year where she was talking about getting rid of her tarot cards and stuff like that. She said, I don't know if any of you have been going through changes in your lives right now, but in the last few years, I've come to some pretty meaningful realizations, many of them revolving around the fact that I got a lot of things wrong in my past. Today, I went through my entire library and threw out books that just don't align with who I am and who I want to be. I've always found beauty in the macabre, but at this point, I just had to ask myself, what is my relationship with this content? And the truth is, I just don't want to invite any of these things into our family's lives, even if it comes disguised in beautiful covers collecting dust on my shelves. In no way is this post designed to put anyone down if you're into this stuff, because I think we're all on our own journey, and I love everyone regardless of where they might be at. But right now, it's never been more clear to me that there is a spiritual battle taking place, and I want to surround myself and my family with love and light. With that being said, I want to send extra love to everyone out there, and hope through some of these trying times you make meaningful changes in your lives too. 
I like the idea that like she opens like the like a book of the occult. It's like Necromonicon, and like it morphs into like a live laugh love poster. And <laughs> she's becomes, becoming. Like, she's entering into Christian girl autumn. Like like it pans <laughs> up and it's just a Hobby Lobby sign right above her, and, uh, and and a pumpkin spice latte just appears in her hand where the blood where the she was drinking blood yes. and it becomes the body of a pumpkin spice latte. Yes. <laughs> Kat Von D is going to as a Christian woman enjoy Christian girl autumn as anyone should. The internet browser automatically opens up. Up to Evie magazine. Yeah. And, uh, but and I just saw a lot of snarky comments you went, about any, this that were saying, oh, I guess we're all just going to forget that she's a Nazi now. Uh, that's, or that's really rich coming from her. Because and, she's a Nazi? I mean, about her political views, about, you know, just the fact that her past isn't a Christian past. But people can't change in 2023. Like, you will get torn apart for trying to change in any way. That's why I think a lot of times externalizing a lot of this stuff ends up being pointless because it adds needless battles that you don't need to fight, right? Like, especially especially if you decide to engage with the people that are that are fighting with you about it, right? So she felt, she feels strongly about this change she's made in her life. And in, in today's day and age, when you feel strongly about something that's happened to you, you tend to share it with the world on social media. But the problem is anytime you remove yourself from one element and you, and you move on to another, you're going to get, especially stuff like this, right? You're going to get people that are going to push back on you and she's going to have to steal herself for those types of battles because a lot of the people that don't want to see people change or don't want to see people evolve because they feel like perhaps it shines a light back on them that they're not uh, happy with or they feel judged, even if they don't have a reason to feel judged. Even if it's somebody like me, is like, look, I'm not going to judge you because, of, uh, because you follow the occult. That doesn't matter to me but they might feel a little bit judged because this person is making a change in her life and even though she said in her statement she said look i'm not passing judgment on you a lot of times to people that still comes off as if you're passing judgment on them even if you actually don't mean that and the reason why they're all you know harping on the fact that she's a hypocrite for becoming christian uh and i mean that fundamentally misunderstands christianity as a religion right like it's it's centered around forgiveness um they're they're harping on it because they they think that someone having a standard at all for themselves that they may fall short of is hypocritical and it's actually hypocritical to have a different standard for yourself than you hold other people to okay like even having if, a standard you, at all have a higher is, standard is for yourself now do you think that's true? If, like, if you have a higher, if you hold yourself to a higher standard than you hold other people, is that hypocritical? I mean, I think it's mainly about holding other people to yeah. a standard that, that you're you not don't willing to. Yeah, I think as accept. long as it's yeah. even, you can hold yourself to higher. But as long as you know, yeah. But like the whole point of Christianity and just like trying to better yourself in general is that you have a standard and you know that you're going to fall short of it. It's crazy. And you admit that. And, uh, and it really is like it's it, choosing out of all things to evolve into at this stage in her life. It's not like it's going to make her life easier to move on to a, a life as a, as a Christian woman, right? She's what if be, she came in and said, like, I'm, I'm converting to Islam now. And would, she posts would, all of her pictures in burqas. 
and posts about her her religion now that she's Muslim, would they have the nerve to say anything then? I think some people would uh, like uh, the ones who are like literally so off the rocker. They're going to be like, "Your my religion is not your costume" or something like that. You'll you get a couple of people who said something like that. But I don't think for the most part, you're right, that the, that you would not be held to that same standard because there is a particular disdain for Christianity here these days in the West when it comes from the media and mm -hmm. from the people, you know, that are influenced by it. So it's uh, it's a crazy thing to think about because you'd uh, you'd imagine that a country that was founded on the idea of religious tolerance would would be more open to that. But we've just never seen that in society. Not not these days. Um well, Jeffree Star has gotten hate too. That was for the his first thing I thought. Lifestyle of changes, like they they actually come from a similar circle of yeah. public figures, like they're both alternative people. Oh, you know, all people. Wait, when is Marilyn Manson going to go through his uh, Christian guy autumn? <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah, there's a twenty dollar one right there. Uh, I don't see it here. Oh, it's from Derek. Fanabecker says, uh, when you witness enough evil, I'm assuming you hit a fork in the road. I'm super glad it's becoming a thing for people like Kat to take the positive option. Regardless of what you believe, the battle of good and evil is real. And didn't also um, uh, Black China also convert to Christianity? Yeah, yeah. So, and that was at the same time that she was reversing all yeah. of her plastic surgery, and, yeah. getting all of the silicone taken out of her face and out of her body. Um, I don't know if she had like a similar backlash. I mean, I guess people threw the fact that she was you know, doing OnlyFans before in her face. Yeah, but you can be redeemed. I mean, the the, the thing about like uh, facing the choice to change or not, it means like if you don't change and you can you continue doing all of this degenerate stuff, like like OnlyFans or whatever, you don't have anybody. Um, expecting anything of you like it's safer to to stay doing what you're known for yeah. rather than have anyone expect something different especially if you're a famous person because then it's not just like changing your life it's a rebrand <laughs> it's like it's hard enough for people to make those types of changes when they're just a regular guy mm -hmm. or a regular gal it's a completely different if you've got a brand central you know centralized around your image now you've got a she's like oh my god I got to do all new merch. I got to do all new this. I got to do all new that. Like uh, the pentagram's got to go. What if my, what if her logo has something yeah. to do with the pentagram? She's like, now I got to make uh, cross logos. What am I going to do? I was just watching um, an episode of Pints with Aquinas where he interviewed a former Satanist. And uh, he said that he wasn't just, you know, a secular Satanist. Like if you look at the Church of Satan, they just say, we're atheists who believe in religious tolerance and we dislike Christianity. But this guy was saying he was a Satanist in like the f the formal sense of the word. Like he did, um, like I guess that means he was like a, a theological Satanist. Satanist. Like he believes in God, but worships Satan. Like he believes that both of these entities do exist. Um, and I think maybe for Kat Von D, when she just has an Aleister Crowley book in her library that she's never read and just kind of has it for the aesthetic of it, yeah. she wasn't attached to it in the first place. But still, having that stuff in your life and in your vicinity all the time and you have kids, it, it's not meaningless. Like, having that kind of energy around you definitely invites evil into your life. Who do you think will be... Uh, imagine we one day we'll end up getting a Doja Cat 
uh, turn around and she'll go Christian. Or I maybe, don't know. Or maybe her and Sam Smith can both do that. If Kat Von D can do it, anyone can. Like if Sam Smith comes around and he's like, look, maybe fat Satan wasn't my best alter ego. Maybe I should go back to 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 fat Jesus lover. Skinny cherub. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's, that'd be good, right? Yeah. And in it, like, especially for music artists, it's hard, right? Because they're like the last thing they want to be thought of is like a Christian music artist because it just, it's like, they're like, look, Creed Well, you're not 20- allowed to be a Christian and make any art without it being considered Christian art these days. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you can't be a Christian filmmaker that just <laughs> makes films without them being labeled faith-based to discredit you. Yeah. Yeah, you, you get pigeonholed in automatically right right like a lot and that happens so i mean even actors end up getting put in that category even if it has nothing to do with their with their profession a couple of them have managed to stay out of it but uh, the ones who are open about their faith end up doing a lot of faith-based films because it's uh how they get consistent work maybe that's why chris pratt felt the pressure to distance himself yeah. from Possibly. his faith saying you know I'm I'm religious, but I'm not like you know all those other crazy Christians. I'm not a Jesus freak or anything. Neil McDonough has just con- a casual thing for me. Neil McDonough has consi- has has managed to continue to get consistent work for the last twenty years, despite the fact that he won't even do sex scenes with women because uh, he's married. He's like I don't want to, um, I don't want to besmirch my wife's honor in such a way, which is amazing. would have been easier to avoid that in the days of network television, but. Now that everything is streaming, yeah, every show has to have sex scenes in the pilot, yep. in like the first ten minutes. I mean, even back then, they would do just PG sex scenes where they're like uncomfortably under the covers, and the covers are getting in the way. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> uh, but you know, like the, he wouldn't do that. You know, he's not going to lay in the bed with another woman. So yeah, good for him. Uh, so some can still can 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 continue to still work, but for her, good for her, right? Like, good for her to have that. It'll be now. One of the things that's interesting about it is, if you made this change with your husband, the hope is that if say the it, that doesn't work out or something happens, that you don't your faith is not shaken by that because you make that big of a change together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so. I think Jordan Peterson might be a big part of that, even though he himself. Um, hasn't officially aligned himself with any particular he's Christian like the, denomination. No, he's like a first round draft pick and he's just yeah. waiting for the right religion to court him into their... He's and that's, <laughs> that makes it even worse because then everyone wants you on, on their Everyone, team. like, look... Look, right. the, like uh, the church, like uh, one of the like a synagogue is sending out their best reps. The Catholic Church is sending mm-hmm. out their best free, eight, you know, their best reps. They're like, look, we've got you. Like, we're gonna get you spots on television. You're gonna be <laughs> sitting in with Billy Graham. Is Billy Graham still around? I have no idea. Is Billy Graham isn't he dead? Is he dead? He's he's dead, right? The point is, he's like, we're gonna get you in with Joel Osteen, right? Oste- <laughs> like, was like, we're gonna get you front row on the Christian television network. It's gonna be great. And every religion is now coming for Jordan Peterson because they they need him on. On their team mm-hmm. it's like fantasy fantasy reli- religious fantasy booking well everyone hating on kat von d right now cope and seeth all right let's go to super chat shall we tacti platy said shout out to chris thanks again for help at my wedding stand in for practice and dj playlist pusher millennials <laughs> still suck including oh excluding you chris oh thank you thank Sorry, you yeah not including shout out to tacti platy he just got married over the weekend uh, cool. So shout out to wait. So Mrs. you were there. I was there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Congratulations, dude. Congrats. Even though you didn't exclude me from the millennial sucking part, so I guess I suck. <laughs> but 
still, congratulations, because I'm the bigger man here. Congrats, congratulations on your wedding, my friend. Yurishima Otaru said Lil Tay buzzword swear buzzword swear buzzword. It was. It was every buzzword. Uh, effing misogynist. Effing racist. Yep. Yeah. Um, those were some pretty serious allegations to just kind of throw in there with uh, Andy's a racist, yeah. kind of. Marie D said that picture of the Ben Shapiro kid in Children of the Corn was edited. Sorry, just had to tell you, OCD. Well, well big if true. <laughs> it was edited. It's really funny okay. that big if true became like a, a meme because a <laughs> I there's a there's a very um, there, there's just you ever have like lines in television shows that just stick with you. Yes. Um, there was like a line in The Mentalist where the Patrick Jane character goes interesting if true. And it was like a decade ago. And I still think about that whenever whenever somebody says big if true. That's what comes to my mind. <laughs> Because he, he kind of says, if true, and then he like, bites his lip and like yeah. ponders. And for some reason, that always stuck in my brain. So when that caught on, I was like, somehow I feel like they psychically connected in the internet airwaves somehow. <laughs> Let's do one more, and then we will move on. Shane H. Wilder said, the late William Peter Blatty, writer of the Exorcist novels and screenplay, would be pissed. He always said it was about Catholic faith, not cheap horror. That's really? like, Yeah, that's why I think the first movie was and always will be the best all right let's hold off on the rest and we will come back after the fact all right so guys there was a an article written by the daily wire in which they talk about how right now all of the the controversies surrounding the snow white character the movie everything with rachel zegler has caused disney's favorability to plummet amongst conservatives which i i laughed yes. at i was like as if they had a high favorability amongst conservatives anyways but it still made me laugh so they're saying that over 60 percent of republicans have an unfavorable view of disney i imagine that would actually be a higher not like doesn't that seem like that would, would be a higher too, number but they, too? they are relying on that cult of disney adults to keep funneling money into the theme parks the, and the merch the dad doesn't like disney but the mom my I goodness i saw she's this just... video of uh, a man proposing to another man in the middle of disney world and people clapping and there's no kids there right they don't have kids no kids yeah stop going to disneyland if you don't have kids except it's for weird. other people's kids walking by Bro. having to be subjected to that so 35 percent <laughs> of republicans have a very unfavorable view of disney mm. uh and uh, the other thing that was really funny they talk about how um 41 percent of disney projects are glad approved meaning that they include lgbtqi storylines which is interesting because when you think about it given the population the amount the number of the population that's actually lgbtqi plus that would actually be an overrepresentation in Disney by media by, yeah. by, by quite a bit. They have so, a non-binary drop of water. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> Non-binary glob. Uh, I think a lot of it, uh, a lot of the reason that Disney might even have got like beyond the culture war issue and might have reached more people that are just generally conservative is everything going on with Ron DeSantis in Disney over there. Yeah. Because know. that got dragged into everything to do with the primaries and how they've tried to smear Ron DeSantis. Granted, he's doing a fantastic job of that all, all on his own with his uh, fantastic mechanical smile that he can't seem to master. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do that again. Do that again. That was, that was great. <laughs> Um, but like the, the problem that I have with Disney is that when, when all of this stuff happens, they, they, they go back and forth now. There was the thing that came out recently where um, Bob Iger says, look, we're going to quiet the noise in the culture war, to which I say, Bleh. like, uh, I, I don't like even thinking of it in those terms. But 
at the end of the day, they're like, I would, I always think I'm like, this is a profit seeking entity, right? They want to make money, right? But they don't seem to be picking projects that make them much money. That doesn't seem to be the way they're going. So I was looking at this thing this morning. I thought this was really funny. I, I made a, a post about it online. It says new little mermaid overtakes Disney classics in big box office surprise. This is propaganda ladies and gentlemen uh, the number one way you can tell that is because they call the box office return of uh, 569 million dollars for the little mermaid colossal as we know that is not a colossal number uh, for disney they spent 200 million dollars on that movie it's been 250 million dollars on that movie split it 50-50 with the theaters, they lost money on that movie. So no, $569 million is not colossal, but they have to have these articles written that make it seem like it is. And to the average person, that might work. They point out that uh, the original Little Mermaid made $111 million at the domestic box office, whereas the new one made $298 million at the domestic box office. And while the first one made $569 million total, the, the original made $235 million. Now, this is how they, they trick you. So the original movie, it's run at the domestic box office, meaning the USA and Canada, pulled in $111 million. That comes to $269 million adjusted for inflation from 1989, right? Yeah. So yes, technically, you made about $30 more million in America as opposed to the one that came out in 1989. The problem is $569 million total is nothing to the 1989 movie, which when adjusted for inflation comes to about $723 million on a budget of only $40 million, Ooh. which adjusted for inflation is just 111, or is, I'm sorry, it's $101 million. So you spent $150 million more dollars mm -hmm. to make $200 million less, and then you have some chill, right? Writer, write some article, or it could even be worse. It could just be some dude who, or woman who loves Disney a lot, and they're like, I'm going to cover up for Disney to write this article to make it seem like everything is hunky-dory. It is not. It is not. And these types of things are why I think a lot of people tend to be able to tell. When, you can tell, right? You have a bullshit meter, and you know. And I talk to people all the time. I posted the other day about Bambi and how the Bambi movie is going to cut out the mom's death scene from the film. And I'm like, it's like the most, it's one of the Stupid. most important scenes in the entire movie. Why would you do that? People that have no idea what's going on in the culture war aren't interested, responded, and were like, yeah, why does Disney suck so much these days? And I'm like, bro, I, I don't do even you know where to start. I'm like, do you, I'm like, I was like, first question, how much time do you have? Yeah. Because I can write bro i can write like i will write you a, a a five paragraph essay on all the ways in which disney fucking sucks five paragraphs is not even that long it's uh i mean for for a post on social media it's a lot yeah okay uh but the point is right i i will i will write you a diatribe for all the reasons in which disney sucks also you might for somebody who's not paying attention it might come off just a little bit crazy if you write a very long thing for that. Then that's when they say, why do you care so yeah. much? The answer they're looking for is like, you're like, yeah, man, I don't know. They just suck. But instead you're like, well, actually it all started in the year 1994. Yeah. And then you go down from <laughs> here, right? Like, uh, it, but they, they rely on these news networks and these people that are in their pocket to cover up for them for the fact that none of their movies are making money. Not really. Guardians of the Galaxy made a little bit of money this year. Elemental almost broke even or made a little bit of profit. The rest of them, not really a whole lot of money going Going on right now and the like it's not just conservatives it's not just 
Republicans that see this and think that now it's generally people that just don't want to see the remake. There's just plenty of people who are heterodox or just don't care that are sick of seeing remakes of this stuff. Right, exactly. Right? I didn't see the polling data for how Democrats respond. They're like, we love it. Like, but yeah, they probably pride themselves on sympathizing with the, the mega corporation, ironically. And Rachel Zegler has, has done a lot recently to, to make problems for them with all of the stuff that she's been saying. Uh, it's getting comical at this point now. Uh, so for all of that, I don't know. It just seems ridiculous to me. And then we saw this thing from ESPN yes. where ESPN, which is owned by Disney, uh, launches new show tracking. It's a new show tracking pervasive racism in sports, despite Disney's pledge to limit wokeness. I do it's see it's called Ibram, Skin in the Game. That's that writer deserves a raise. I hope, <laughs> hope hopefully he's getting a, a raise now that the writer so strike is over. It's Ibram X Kendi who's going to be hosting it. Yeah, uh, so and they've just opened the doors wide for all of the radical activists to come score keep about how well they're um you know do you guys feel like implementing dei requirements do you guys feel like this is something that's made it out of the out of the culture war and is in in the general public now i feel like the average person just is sick of the remakes right they're, they're just yeah. sick of the remakes and they're tired of the parks being ridiculously expensive so yes that part but also i remember earlier we were talking about um you know sometimes they just kind of shove things into movies i i was just talking to my friend the other night we were talking about horror movies and he was just like you know i don't like how when somebody dies they try to justify that it's a good killing because they were racist because they, and yeah. i was like it's weird it's much more creepy when it's just they just died because whatever it's a bad guy yeah so mm -hmm. yeah they're yeah. like well look look the guy said some stuff on facebook right. back in the day He's, he had it coming like, i mean everyone's yeah. heard the word woke now right and At they know this point, yeah by instinct what it means yeah yeah uh there's a 20 dollar one there from gordon shumway says i'm not even sure adjusting for inflation is an accurate measuring stick they should count the number of tickets sold also uh those are of disney movies made tons with vhs and dvd sales streaming ruin that cash cow uh i would actually i think one of the things uh thank you for that gordon i, I it would be interesting uh, a lot of people don't seem to focus on the pay VOD numbers, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if Disney does pay VOD extensively outside mm. of just wanting to put things on Disney Plus, but a lot of movies still can make their money back if enough people buy the, you know, buy it to watch at home. John Wick still isn't out on streaming. It's out for pay VOD. Like, John Wick 4 is still, mm. is still pay VOD. So if you want to see it, you're not going to see it on Peacock with the, uh, with the other three. You have to pay for it to see it, right? So they make their money back a little bit there. But yeah, like, think about Aside the... Aside from inflation, though, um, like, pretending that our dollar isn't, like, three times less what it was worth in 1989. Exactly. Yeah. Movie tickets were also cheaper in 1989 like bucks. <laughs> yeah. than they are today. Remember, They're like $25 to see the live action. The in, po in, and the population has jumped quite a bit yeah. in that time period. That so uh, There's all of countless these things, reasons how they can hide the numbers from you. Yeah. And it's crazy because I just think of this and I think of Disney as this kind of unshakable company, but only in the last year, even with all of the years I've watched people cover Disney, does it feel like the culmination of all these things, Bob Iger coming back in charge and not actually fixing anything in any real way and everything that's going on. It's all just a ridiculous uh, amalgamation of problems that they don't seem to be able to course correct on because they're being held hostage by modern day 
by current year. Current year is holding Disney hostage in a way like you don't see these problems going on at Universal. Universal is doing fine. Like mm-hmm. the Universal Parks are doing fine. They hit and miss on movies sometimes, but granted, they're not running with the same market shares. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Ah. In the chat. In the chat. Woden Shot says the Continental is terrible. Uh, did you watch episode two, my friend? Because I have not watched episode two yet. Uh, I enjoyed exactly two scenes in the Continental in episode one, which is the very first scene, the very first action scene, and the very last action scene, and everything else was just talking and garbage that didn't need to be there. And it, it did let me down, given that I am a big, big uh, shill for for Peacock as a network. I'm like, everybody should have Peacock because uh, I shouldn't be the only one. Me and the people who watch WWE shouldn't be the only people who have Peacock. Um, I have Peacock. Do you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What did you get with like a phone plan or something? Uh, I don't remember. That's it, crazy. It's like five or six bucks. But I think what happened was there, were, there was just a movie and I was just like, whatever, it's like five bucks, I'll do it. So. You got ads? Uh, it's in the beginning. It's like two or three minutes worth. But honestly, they just let you watch the movie after. So the um, they put ads on their John Wick movies. That pisses me off. I'm not a big fan of John Wick. Yeah, saying, like, no. but, but the movies are old. The, the first one came out in 2014. There should not be ads on that movie. First one was good. Yeah. The rest of them were they weren't bad. It was just like it's the same movie over yeah. and over again. They're telling me to stop shilling. I I, I should stop shilling for for Peacock. I should I should. Do that. <laughs> All right, let's go to super chats. Uh, Yurishima Otaru said Posh's dad drove a Rolls Royce, the Chinese knockoff. Jesus. <laughs> wow. That's not nice. Uh, DCNC said, yeah, but my family's Lambo was an 80s. <laughs> what is that? I can't see I, it. I don't know how to say that. I'm, uh, Con- Con- I can't see it. Not a 90s Diablo super working class. Super working class, man. It's probably easier for the working class to have a Rolls Royce in the 80s, to be fair to them. I don't think. I mean, I don't think so. I, I, it never I, was a working class car, no, but not, not, slightly no. more attainable in the 80s. Look, the wealth, uh, like, like the middle class hadn't been consolidated quite so much. <laughs> but I still don't think anyone in the middle class no. is driving a Rolls Royce. No. DD Mega Doodoo 97 said, Hey, y'all, wanted to ask if you guys ever thought about posting the videos of the show to Spotify as well. They have a pretty good video player and was surprised to see James Lindsay had posted one. Ooh. They do. It's pretty cool. I didn't know about that. I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, I have watched a couple of video podcasts on Spotify, yeah. but I didn't know that was an option. Rogan does it on there. That's yes. how you see the video. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. we should do that. We'll I- see. I, I you know what I like the idea of doing is I like the idea of working longer every day. That doesn't necessarily <laughs> right, does, that doesn't do necessarily that. mean it'll take longer to upload it. Um, the yeah, I guess because I could just use the raw video file from OBS yeah. and just drop it in there. Yeah, maybe we'll think about it. Yeah, she said, "Haha, good one, Mary." I don't know what I said, but, but I'm thank glad you. you laughed. Let's whatever. hold off on let's hold off on the rest. Mary, tell okay. us what's going on with the uh, Minneapolis cop. <laughs> this is a hometown story for oh, you, yeah. Brett. Doesn't okay. it feel good? Yes. I, look, guys, I, I have long you, since you told you. You feel fondly about the Minneapolis Police Department, don't you? Anybody who's watched <laughs> this podcast any number of times knows that, like, what, look, when everything happened with George Floyd, I'm like, look, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not commenting on that. All I'm saying <laughs> is that the Minneapolis Police Department has been 
awful for yeah. years. That's that's nothing new. But right now, a cop was recognized as an OnlyFans model by a subscriber that she pulled over and is now facing a probe from the department. The best part of this story, ladies and gentlemen, is the guy's like, I'm not being arrested by you. You don't have authority <laughs> over me anymore. I saw this your is... private parts on OnlyFans. He's not wrong. I feel the same no, way. No, exactly. And I was like, saying... all your power is just gone. gone. There's You're shouldn't... the Step, you're the yeah. stepmom or the stepdad yeah. of police officers. Yeah. Now. You have With no like authority here. Politicians and cops, anybody working for the government in any capacity should not be legally allowed to have an OnlyFans. Nor should there be female cops at all, but that's a little bit more of a controversial take from me. The driver said it took him 10 minutes to recognize, and by the way, the officer has not been named, so that's why we're, we just don't have the name. Neither here. has he. The, the driver said it took him 10 minutes to recognize the 35-year-old <laughs> officer as someone he's seen over the past five months have sex and post explicit photos online. We're doing a little talking and checking, and I was like, man, she got an OnlyFans page. I'm on her OnlyFans page. This woman... $29.99 a month? Are you kidding what? me? In this economy? He's a VIP on her page, though. He admitted that. I love that this story is is keeping them both anonymous. Because for her, it's embarrassing that she has the OnlyFans. For him, it's even more embarrassing that he buys women's OnlyFans. $30 a month, man. No. Yeah, they, they posted a screenshot of her page. It says, VIP fans, welcome 35-plus-year-old, free-spirited, overly optimistic creator of sexy content to please others. Look, uh, so, oh. so here's, here's the question that people are going to ask. And I asked the chat. I said, should cops be allowed to have OnlyFans pages? Right now, 50, it's pretty close. 55% say no. They should not. They should not be legally now, allowed to do that. Now, no. let's, let's, the, so the Minneapolis Police Department's off-duty employment policy prohibits officers from working in any business that is not compatible with police work, including any establishment that provides adult entertainment in the form of nude, semi-nude, or topless exhibitions. Yes, but what does it say about independent contractors, huh? What about that? Like, can they, like, I, Are I you allowed to be a bouncer, bouncer at a strip, strip club? club? You would think they would be okay, allowed but to. Okay, but they're saying like don't be obtuse you can be a bouncer you cannot be a stripper like that's what that means um and for some reason the mayor weighed in on this like do you have anything better to do he said uh if all we're talking about is naked pictures behind a paywall the mayor has no issue however chief will determine if there are any policy violations like what you just said. On my, like, uh, on its face, I say, like, I don't care. But I do understand that there are going to be people who are going to be like, look, I now fundamentally see you in a different light. I do not recognize, like, you're already, like, it's already dangerous to be a female cop. Yeah. It is already It's more dangerous, dangerous for the public that there are female cops yeah. than it is for yeah. female cops. True. Because they are way more likely to use lethal force. And they're uh, not able to physically defend themselves against grown men. They're way men. more likely to nag you to death. <laughs> True. <laughs> so like, she think, pulls you over, your wife called, did you do the dishes? It's scarier to see a female cop pull you over than it is for a cop who is, like, super short to pull you over. You don't want to have a short cop, you don't want to have a female cop pulling you over. Never have a short cop pull you no, over. No, but women yeah. should not be cops, like I had a short cop nor should prostitutes be cops. 
If you are selling pictures of your snatch on the internet, you should not be able to have the authority to arrest anybody. Well, you know who might take a different take on this? Is that is that lady running for state senate in Virginia? You right. should not yeah. be able to run for office if you are yeah. a prostitute on the internet. No, no, just no. Where like where is the respect? Thanks, Matt Gates. Well, where where is the respect for the the power that you have? The, uh, and that's the thing, right? We've we've degraded. First of all, I will say, look, the Minneapolis, the Minneapolis Police Department is corrupt enough that I, I laugh at the idea of befitting of a of a, of law enforcement. Of course, but great for law, you know, like there. I have no problem it's with the law Senate. enforcement. Wear a suit. Exactly. <laughs> like uh, like for this, I, I see this, and I'm like, sure. Uh, but they signed off on, um, you know. <laughs> bad behavior from cops for the years. same way that i am willing to be the stuffy old conservative that says you ought to be wearing a suit john fetterman i will also say no you should not be able to have an only fans if you're a cop yeah uh it's it's crazy and i just think about this it's like this the one in a million chance right i'm like she's 35 how, how? how did this happen like okay there's one of two things possible here it's either the greatest coincidence in the history of the world or this dude is just a, a porn addict who's got 10,000 subscriptions. I mean, if you're subscribed to, to an OnlyFans, yeah, you're probably, you have a problem. But no, but, all, but also like the chances of like, it's it's not like anywhere on this list here where she, where she talks about who she is. It doesn't mention where she lives. So the chances that this ended up happening not only in your state, but in your jurisdiction is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine this being <laughs> in Pennsylvania. <laughs> And like you bought pot off John Fetterman and then you buy porn from your cop. <laughs> there you go. The and world is a meme. <laughs> the quote was just, I'm sorry, but the quote was just so funny from this guy. It, it made me. It play, the, play the interview. <laughs> play the interview at the top of the article. Uh, the driver had a problem with uh, with the office with the officer's authority after realizing who she was. That's the problem here. Whether you think it's fair or not, people are going to have a harder time seeing you as an authority figure if they've seen you naked. If you're a female cop, no one sees you as an authority figure. Anyway. He says you can't arrest me no more. I've seen your private parts. <laughs> play play the interview. Oh, we just got a twenty dollar from Francisco Sanchez Jr. Uh, hello, Shades, Mary, and Brett. What up? <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for Kevin Costner's two-part movie, Horizon? Uh, Kep... Wait, what is this? Kep? Uh, Kep the what hump, is Kep the, mean? I don't know. I haven't seen Kep, it. the Hump Day Vibes going, Brett? I think you mean But keep. it's Thursday. Keep. No gaslighting it's, today. It's Thursday, bro. Yeah. This video um, right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Well, the man who brought to light the OnlyFans page belonging to a Minneapolis police officer is sharing his story tonight. This came to light a few days ago when he asked a community leader and personal friend if it violated department policy. Fox 9's Karen Scullin joins us now live with an update to this story. Karen? Well, it was just a few days ago that this man was pulled over for a routine traffic stop, but it didn't take long before he recognized that officer as someone that he's been following on OnlyFans for about five months. <laughs> a simple traffic That's a long stop time. quickly turned into a where do I know you from for the Minneapolis man who was pulled over just a few days ago. Bucks. It took That's 10 insane. minutes to figure it out. The he's just sitting there. I'm picturing him. He's, he's like, you know what? Give me cuffs. a refund. And he, he's in cuffs and he's like, uh. how much is the ticket worth? Did you did you see the video or the thing the other day of the woman a guy got a woman's name tattooed on him for a lifetime subscription to OnlyFans? Uh, no. Is he marrying her? No, no. He just he just paid. Okay. Uh, he just bought. He got a tattoo. <sighs> 
of her for a lifetime subscription to OnlyFans. Here we go. Spoke to us on the condition of anonymity. He knew that the fourth precinct officer was someone that he had been following for five months on OnlyFans. He says he's seen her explicit photos and watched her have sex. We are not yet naming the officer, but it appears she's been running the site that offers porn, customized videos, among other things, for some time. The police chief says he is investigating to see if MPD policy... Would He's investigating thoroughly, I'm yes. sure. Yeah. He's like, look, it's going to take a while. I got to do my due diligence. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. And, and he's the, the police chief. He's dedicated to his job. He's not going to let this go unresearched. That is for sure. Violated. Meanwhile, the man who recognized her says he can't quite look at her the same. Mm. I bet. He says being a cop and an OnlyFans model really just doesn't mix. I didn't want her to be arrested me. And I just thought you were uh ellen ellen thompson says but that's bullshit you can't get away with crime just because you've seen a cop naked it's not about whether you should be able to it's literally it's it's just something that's going to happen and like he's just not going to take her seriously anymore right yeah, her like legitimacy he, is gone. I, the, what bothers me is the ordeal of civility that we have in this culture where like a cop can be an online prostitute, but I can't buy liquor on a Sunday? Yeah. Well, luckily, the, like, state, it doesn't of make sense. the state of Minnesota has since repealed that. You can buy alcohol on Sundays now. So, you know, she's not going okay. to get you for that. But it, it, here's the thing. She's not, it's not like they said she was doing, like, police-themed porn. So it's just oh, like, God. out of all the positions to see there her was in, a teacher, to, so to speak. There was a teacher doing teacher-themed porn who yeah, got we fired. Yeah, talked about that. Uh, and, this, and this reminded me of this story from last year where a cop was paid $30,000 to leave the force after colleagues discovered her OnlyFans account. Don't scroll down. I'm not. Please. It's I, disgusting. I'll stop right there. Uh, the next <laughs> cop, reportedly a 28-year-old veteran, was uh, LinkedIn profile. Listed She's her as 28? Uh, yeah. No, oh. a, no, a 28-year veteran. Oh, okay. I thought you said she was 28 years old. Jeez. I was like, what? Uh, no, she's 46. <laughs> okay. Which is crazy. 28 years. Wouldn't she be eligible for retirement? Yeah. Uh, isn't it 20 years for yeah, retirement? Yeah, it's 20. Like, so would she, maybe chat can help me here. She's she, like, I'm going to go out with bang. <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, uh, <laughs> she got a $30,000 severance package to, to leave the force. Wouldn't they have been better off? Oh, but maybe that's literally like, look, we're not giving you your pension. But yeah. even then, it's like give her, give the lady her pension and just let her retire. Yeah. Like they're like, look, cops all the time. Like, oh, a guy accidentally shot someone. We'll just have him get forced retirement. But you know, get naked on camera. Suddenly, everyone loses their mind. No retirement for you. <laughs> they need to do a Blue Bloods episode about this. Uh, um, my personal sex life was entirely separate and it's never not affected. Personal, if you are posting it on the internet, yes. your sex life is not your personal, private business. If you are having strangers pay to see it, yeah. She says, "I felt like my bosses were policing my bedroom." Oh, wah wah wah! <laughs> Just shut you up. You left the door open for everybody. Just yeah, see, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it would. It, it's kind of like if you were to go walk around naked outside and then yell at people for yelling at you. Yeah. Like what? Like, why are you staring why are you at me? Why are you staring at me? Go away! <laughs> just, just again. You're I, violating my privacy. I just um. What an idiot. The the Minneapolis Police Department just can't seem to catch a win. First, uh, you know, Derek Chauvin, and then this. Like, uh, oh, and there was the lady who um, there was the lady who uh, I had a friend who knew the lady who said like. Uh, thought she took out her taser, and remember oh, yeah. that one from a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just it's dangerous over there in Minneapolis. It's just the loud taser. It's just it's it's very dangerous over there in Minneapolis. Who knows what's gonna happen? You just uh, you get pulled over, and you never know what's gonna what what could go wrong. Yeah. Ugh. Just just I just imagine that like I do understand the <laughs> argument that's being made. Right? They're saying like that doesn't give her any less of an authority to to arrest you legally. No, it does not. But in like it's like I don't even know what the word for it is. It's like this goes to a higher morally. Calling. That's the word, Brett. It's, that's the word you were searching for. Morally, she has no authority. The the guy's just like, look, I'm I'm not like the, it's like the guy doesn't have any respect for you now, and that's not really his fault. But somehow, but somehow that's funny too. Because it's like dude has watches women. Like the dude pays thirty dollars for amateur. Porn. Neither of them are respectable people, which is why they're staying anonymous. So. I just. Um, you know, man, I wish the people who pulled me over look like that. Mm. <laughs> it's like, why were those teachers like that when I was in school? <laughs> Where were the cops like that when I was in jail? <laughs> they weren't around. All right, guys, let's go ahead and let's let's get some super chats at the end here. Jacob Edler said tarot isn't a cult. It's just an improv exercise. Ask a Catholic exorcist if he would say that. No, that's not true. Baron of Grey Matter said... If God can forgive, who are we to judge? Good on you, cat. Strong warrior type has joined the team. You heard it, Minneapolis Police Department lady. If God can forgive, this is about Cat Von D. I know, not the I know cop I prostitute. Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Shane H. Wilder said she wouldn't be the first to convert and won't be the last. That Pints episode was a great one, Mary. I want to recommend the latest Catholic talk show episode over Relics. You would enjoy it. I'll take a look at that. Thank you. Thank Tacti you. Platty said, Brett, you're a Tom Brady of podcasters. Wow. That means I was... A retired Retired? I, I guess that means that I'm hanging out with Kim Kardashian and I was once married to Giselle Bündchen. Dope. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's go. Um, oh, my goodness. Said... <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. Uh... Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid Quentin Tarantino remake with Matthew McConaughey and Brad Pitt as the stars. Interesting. I would love to see that. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's only got one movie left, right? He's going to make one more movie and then he's retiring. Oh, he already retired. No, no, he's got one more to do. Okay. Yeah. He's got one more to do. Do you know what it is? No, I don't think there is a name yet. Okay. C2 Gaming said, Is Bert a lolbert? Yes, always. Always. Boo. Is there ever a time when you're not a Lulbert? No. No. I, and everything I say is a joke. Uh, no, no. Remember, everything I say is a joke unless you agree with me. Unless you agree with me. Yes. That's, 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 that's literally a way. To, it's how I live my life. Yeah. Dude, it was a joke, bro. It was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah. Oh, you agree with me? No. Ha ha. Unless. Unless. <laughs> uh, Shane H. Wilder said, based Mary is based. Also, no one should be on OF. Yeah. <coughs> <clears throat> Um, or just look now if she wants no here's the thing if she wants like what if one day she goes to arrest this guy and the fur handcuffs come out instead and she's like damn it I grabbed the wrong ones 
and then she has to go back to the car. It's a whole thing. It just it causes all sorts of problems. Too many complications. It's just very, very difficult. Dower Memes said, I did not have Mary saying snatch on Pop Culture Crisis bingo card. Neither did I. <laughs> and the guy's like, the guy's like looking at her, he's like, he's like where, is that, where is that nightstick been? Don't touch me. I don't, uh, don't do it. No, 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 don't no. do it. Nathan Koss said, if a female cop pulls you over, hope you're wearing your vest and a helmet. <laughs> Sam Hyde, man is a sage and a scholar. It's, uh, you know, it's, what, did you, what was that video that came out not that long ago of the two women trying to arrest the one guy and they just couldn't do it? I didn't see I that. I felt really like, I, like it was it was like it was just like because it was like somebody cut it together to like the song where it's like did did it did it it's just the guys like he's just like pushing them and the, and they're like they're like they keep coming back for more he's not even attacking them he's just like no it's like a dog when you try to give it like meds yeah. it's just like no I will not I will not It's just be. embarrassing to be a female cop. I mean like like I said to be fair like I wouldn't want to be a cop either because like uh, just just no like you don't want short Especially cops. Especially not in yeah. Minneapolis. No, no, not at all. Shane H. Wilder said also how much trouble would I get in for playing the song Short People by Randy Newman while getting pulled over by a short cop? He would definitely he would definitely take offense to it and guarantee you like <laughs> any and here's the thing if he has a if you if you do any type of joke it's one he's heard before and he's pissed do you think if colin kaepernick was on the minneapolis police department he'd still take a knee yes yeah <laughs> i do i do um i got i got pulled over for going 10 under the speed limit while listening to tucker carlson's interview with larry sinclair oh god the, the guy who hooked up with obama 10 under yeah 10 under yeah where like what? What? What was it on the freeway? I don't know. No, it wasn't. It was just oh, okay. I, I was going like thirty-five in a forty-five. Okay, I got pulled for night. ten over. Like like now the back road. Like if I'm going into to like Charlestown <laughs> or Harper's Fair or I'm sorry or to to like Ranson. Yeah. And you got to go up. You got to take the road rather than go straight through now. And it's like the speed limit there is oh 55 God, yeah. and it and it looks like it should be a 45. It yeah. doesn't because the roads are like, there yeah. isn't a lot of, there isn't a lot of shoulder there and you're, it's like tight spaces. And of course you always get stuck behind the guy that wants to go 75, which is, you know, fine, whatever. Yeah. If that's how I go out, that's how I go out. But like, <laughs> like I was on there the other day and it's really funny because you go down that road and there's just a cop car that isn't used. It's just there. As I like, was looking at that. Yeah. yeah it's but it's the, because it's. I don't know how much we should be revealing it's, about this road, but it's basically a scarecrow. <laughs> no, it's in, it's in front of a school. But so. yeah. but it's a scarecrow. It's there to scare you into. It's just there to get you. It to worked slow down. on me once, but yeah. I looked. Not again, I looked closer. Not again, copper. Mm -mm. Not happening. <laughs> yeah. John Stewart said, "The libertarian dream: drugs from your politician, prawn from your cops." Hi, Brett, Mary, Bertman. See, yeah, like to me. I am not saying I care whether the woman did porn. I say that I understand the unfortunate reality that what's going to happen is some guy's going to be like, you are no longer an authority over me. Like, I get it. That's, that's going to happen. You have to be able to accept the unfortunate reality of the circumstances, even if I don't think necessarily it matters. I, I laugh at the idea of cops talking about, like, uh, modern cops talking about it rising to their standards. Um, yeah. Just... 
High Voltage 75 said if cops can have OF pages, then they shouldn't be allowed to arrest people for soliciting prostitution. Seems hypocritical to me. There you go. That's that's a fair argument. She's like, look, she's like arresting him. She's like, look, you can open an OnlyFans and do it. Like, you don't have to go on the street. Like, she's like whispering into this person's <laughs> ear. She's like, look, there's a better way. And then like gives her I a have business. a referral code. <laughs> Like, she like arrests someone and sticks her business card in their pocket. Type oh you know, God. type bad officer twelve for for, a, <laughs> for bad officer twenty for twenty percent off your first your first sign up on OnlyFans. I, oh, I look, it. she'll end up. And the funny thing is, this lady will likely can go one of two ways. She can if either she gets disciplined. She takes it down, no harm, no foul. It never comes up again, and she goes back to being a cop, or. She does what I think will probably happen, which is lean into it. She will then get yeah. either fired or get a settlement and leave and then make cop-themed porn Yeah. yeah. with her husband. Yeah. And uh, she'll build a fake precinct in her house. <laughs> it's fine. All right, guys. Okay, now that we're done dunking, we're, we're good. We're good, right? <laughs> All right, before we go, would you hit the like button on this video? Would you subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? We're actually pretty close to a third crisis party. If anybody wanted to make that happen for Bert... Yeah, that'd be that, nice. That would be nice. That I guess nobody nice. wants to make it happen for Bert. Improve your, morale. Your, your cult... Uh, your hold over the cult is apparently waning a little bit. Not the first time I've been disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let everybody know where you can find you. You could find me on uh, the X, the Twix. Is that what you Twix. call it? Twix. Twix at Man of Bert. You could find me on Instagram at Man of Bert, and you can go to TimCast.com and click the read tab. We got all the articles going up. Got any new articles that came up? Like, what did you write today? Oh, the I don't know if you're paying attention to like the Speaker vote House, uh, Speaker of the House. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with that that's been the last week. Like what? With what like a snooze fest. Kevin, I, you know what? I don't know, because Kevin McCarthy was like the representative, like literally five minutes away from where I lived. Mm. And so I'm kind of just enjoying this downfall, you yeah. know. And um, we're enjoying. Who, do you, who yeah. do you think they're going to nominate? I hope it's Jim Jordan. Like, he seems pretty cool. The first priority for me has been like, no more money for Ukraine, dude. Enough. Yeah. And so he basically said that. I'm like, sold. I saw somewhere somebody broke my heart, said that um, Lauren Boebert signed some backroom deal with McCarthy. She did, but it was also revealed, I think by Laura Loomer, that she actually kind of got paid off by the McCarthy campaign, not campaign, but like, you know, funds for her reelection. So she was kind of putting a rock in a hard place. I know. I know. When the woman that you love that gets groped in a movie theater doesn't live up to your expectations, it can be... <laughs> It can be heartbreaking. Yeah. It can be heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got a super chat there from iVoltage75. Thanks for a great show. Brett Dasovic, Chris Burtman, mm. and Mary Antoinette, Betsy, Florence Pugh Morgan. <laughs> Florence Pugh Morgan? <laughs> I will not stand for this slander. <clears throat> you didn't get any of them right, by the way. None? None of them. None of them? No. One of my middle names is not Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Betsy Ross was a big deal back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you can send me validation. Oh, no, there's a, on... there's a couple more there. Oop. I didn't see any. No, you they're, don't, not... There's, they're not there? It's still super oh. delayed for me. Uh, there's one from Short Bus Bully. Says, been a while Short since I super chatted, so here you are. Well, thank you, Short Bus Bully. That was very nice of you to do that. Uh, and then we got one more from Leonardo Derp Caprio. Again, we're very close to that third crisis party, but uh, there's one more there. 
Oh, he says, yeah. how much for the next crisis party? Um, the answer is uh, $16. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's so, doable. I'm, I think we can get there. You never know. Just do the intro super slow again. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, or the outro, well, you, sorry. you have to do your outro. You didn't, yes. I didn't let you finish. You can send me validation <laughs> on Instagram at Mary Archived, or you can send me hate on Twitter. That is also <laughs> Mary Archived. Correct. Again. Thank you. Oh, there's a $20 one there from oh. Leonardo Dirk Caprio. He says, here's a tongue twister and a crisis party. Uh, oh, do you want to read that one, Mary? No, I can't see it. You can't see it? No? No. I got it right here. It says, here's a tongue twister and a crisis party. Mike, who, cheese, Harry, alpha, Kenny, body. Okay. <laughs> and then one more from Bree Hawk says, why do you hate me, Brett? Ooh, ooh. Uh, I don't do hate you. you. Uh, do I? I don't hate you. How, uh, why would you say that? Why would you say that I hate you? I've, I don't hate anybody. Did wow. I say something in particular that, that hurt your We've feelings? We've got a backhanded compliment from Yesh. Says PCC, the best podcast on YouTube from three to five. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's so, funny. The only one. Yeah. Oh, and there's one more from DCNC says poll, you dinglings. Yes, I have to answer the poll. Uh my my poll for today was going to be will Brett remember to end this poll, but I didn't do that. <laughs> so, guys, I said should cops be allowed to have OnlyFans pages? You have answered the call to my question. 55% of you say no. Cops should not be allowed to have OnlyFans pages. We also got a super chat from Olivia Claire that says Bort. Bort. What up? And, uh, and yeah, guys, all right. Thank you so much. We did get that third crisis party, so it could go off at any time before we're done. But go ahead, guys. Hit the like button on this video. Subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already. Thank you so much for doing that. Turn the notification bell on. Share this video with your friends. We want more people to come in here and hang out with us. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twix at Brett Dasovic on both of those platforms. Pop Culture Crisis is here 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. The best podcast from 3 to 5 p.m. on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Monday through Friday. One more. Oh, no, it, just, it was just catching up there. Uh, if you want to follow the show on social media, we are on Twix at Pop Culture underscore show. Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis, Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. The audio version of the podcast can be found on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. Bang Bang Lulu says uh, everything is fake and the Earth is fat. Says, no, <laughs> evolution. Oh, evolution is fake. Sorry, I was, think you mean to say uh, the Earth is flat, right? So I said his thing wrong. Yes. I said he said he said it wrong and I said what he said wrong wrong. What? Yeah. Yeah. There are layers. I'm gonna read it again. Evolution is fake and the earth is fat, he says. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Guys, true. With all of that being said, that was deep, that was very meaningful. Stick around because you may just hear the crisis meter go off after the bell. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Later. Bye.